Welcome to the Table Read Podcast. Okay, we're ready. These episodes are audio recordings of live Zoom table reads of original screenplays and pilot episodes by a talented collection of writers, actors, and directors. Places, everybody. And hosted by Northern Unicorn Films. Roll camera. Rolling. Action. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us on the Dear Life table read. Dear Life is a pilot written by Jenna Hogan. And the actors playing the parts today are Jack and young Jack will be by Brian Geary. Eric is Andrew Lausen. Was on, I'm so sorry. Uh, Gates is by Jake Newberry. Cassie will be played by Helga Fontanez. Neely by Hallie Curley. Jared, Brett Gardner. Georgie, Danny Brown, Shep, Paul Dixon, Luke, Emerson Herzog, Abby is played by Stephanie Hodgson, Sydney and Emma will be by Kim Danish, Jenna Hogan will be reading Sam, the announcer and officer are played by Larry Williams, young Eric is Jason Haywood, and young Jared is Christian Haywood, and I am Katie Fitzgerald, the narrator and director today. And let's get started. Interior dark room day. Hands spin too fast, too close, too dark to make out who or what or anything, but it's hot. Exterior of Maplewood, Massachusetts day. Mid-sized New England town, villagey, quaint, and rainy. Interior dark room day. More hands, more skin. Not as close as time, but just as fast. There's a bed and lots of action. Physical, super hot. Exterior, University Hospital Day. Mid-sized teaching hospital nestled in Maplewood, Massachusetts. Dark, dreary, pouring rain. Coming down hard, it's impossible to notice the beautiful grounds and designer buildings. Interior hospital, on-call room day. Dark room reveal. Two mostly naked doctors, mid-hot sex. Super steamy, hands, breath. Slam, bang, fun. Interior car, moving, day. Exasperation versus focus on his face. Shep Cooper, late 30s, navigates the pouring rain and backseat chaos. His boys, Eric, 12, and Jared, 10, sit in the back seat with their partner in crime and next door neighbor, Neely, 10. Radio plays, laughter, energy. A little too much fun. Exterior, UMass College, day. The same rain pours down on a sprawling and lively campus. Interior, UMass College, dorm room day. Two mostly naked college students mid-romp. Super cute, giggly, happy, sweet, lively, fun. Interior car, moving, day. Red light, exasperation winds. Radio off, Shep turns around and gives his boys the look. A well-behaved beat, then. Perfect. Silenced. I am trying to drive here. Hey. Neely, are you excited to visit your brother? She can't wait, Dad. Excited for the hotel, maybe. Neely hands out snacks. It kills the boys not to break into complete backseat mayhem, but they hold it together. Uh-huh. I can't wait, Shep. Neely stares out the window at the pouring rain. Interior University Hospital, on-call room day. Dr. Greg Gates, mid-20s resident, and Dr. Abby Eason, mid-40s department head lie back. Breathless, satisfied, happy. Again, intimate moments, comfortable, familiar, close. Abby grabs the pager, checks the time. 
My time's over, doctor. They spring to their feet and pull on clothes, clearly a mastered task. Scrubs, lab coats, the work, playfully. You're the boss. <laughs> Your boss, correct. Come on, pants. Interior, UMass College, dorm room, same. Jack, 19, Abby's son, Neely's half-brother, and his girlfriend, Emma, playfully and accidentally roll off the bed. Empty food containers and laundry scatter the floor. Laughter, lively, Emma can't ignore the mess. You've got to clean. Shh. They keep on going. Exterior, University Hospital, parking lot, day. Shep braves the downpour. A large umbrella in one hand, he rustles a small suitcase out of the back of the car with the other. Eric and Jared torment each other in the back seat. Neely follows Shep right up his ass under his large umbrella. She's too excited to even care about the rain. What rain? She is sunshine against a dark day. All business. And there are so many restaurants in the hotel. There's room service, obviously, and the pool is heated. Shep just juggles it all. Totally business as usual. A hot tub, a huge TV, and a coffee maker in our room. My mom won't let me have what? have coffee. Free Wi-Fi. Shep puts the suitcase down. He motions to the boys to open the window. They don't. He knocks. Not happy. As Eric complies, Shep throws his hand in the car window and separates his boys. Never wavers with the umbrella. Who wants to walk home? Stop. Hands off each other. I'll be right back. Shep pulls the handle up on the suitcase and hands it to me. Oh, we even get that swipe card thingy. We use it for the elevator and it's our door key. They begin their bolt towards the hospital entrance. Neely pulls a suitcase on wheels behind her, not super gracefully. Jared calls from the car behind them. Hey, Neely. Jared's head sticks out the car window into the pouring rain as he waves to Neely. Bye, Jared. Bye, Eric. As she turns back, Eric and Jared are right back at it. Interior, University Hospital, on-call room, same. Gates shoots Abby a frisky smile. Abby tosses him his shirt. They hurried up. She, Shep's dropping Neely off. He's such a good neighbor. Abby nods and narrows her eyes at him. She recognizes his hint of jealousy. All dressed. Don't forget. I know, I know. The rent. The rent? The leak under my sink, your laundry all over my laundry room floor. Shall I go on? Gates pulls her in for a kiss. On it. Sorry. My boss keeps me pretty busy at work. Forgive me? Forgiven. You know I'd hate to have to evict my favorite tenant. Abby fixes Gates messed up sex hair. Favorite, huh? I was thinking only but I can certainly with, live with both. Another kiss as they head out. Abby's body a magnet to Gates' hands. Playful, fun. Gates opens the door and grabs Abby's ass as she exits. Gates follows into the hallway immediately. Professionals, nothing happened here. Inter Interior University Hospital, main entry, same. Shep and Neely run in the main door and head right to the reception desk where Abby and Dr. Gates meet them with perfect timing. Shep shakes out his umbrella. Neely grabs Abby with a casual hi mom hug. Gates gives Shep a man pat hello on the shoulder then attempts to tassel a dodgy Neely's hair. Be safe, Eason girls. Have a fun week. Thank you, Dr. Gates. 
Kate returns the smile and disappears into the crowded hospital hallway. Neely turns to the desk and chats with the receptionist, Georgina Georgie Lee, 20s, lots more on her much later, while... Shepard, thank you. My day. Best neighbor award. Or best friend award. More fitting. You drive safe, Abby. It's really coming down out there. Call me. I'll call you. When you get to the hotel. When we get to the hotel. Chef gestures towards the door. All right. World War III, it could be happening in my car. I know, right now. Chef nudges Chatty Neely, who pauses her conversation with Georgie. You have fun, kiddo. Enjoy the swipe card and the free Wi-Fi. Say hi to Jack. Neely returns to her chat with Georgie. Chef winks at Abby. They meet in the middle for a hug. It lingers in feeling, not in time, and he's off. Interior, UMass College, dorm room, same. Jack and Emma lie on the floor, eyes on the ceiling, happy, cute, young, and in love. So, hey, uh, was that an offer to help me clean up this place? <laughs> Jack rolls toward her and playfully grabs her, sickening in the sweetness. <clears throat> Interior, University Hospital, main entry, same. Abby grabs a chart pad, quickly scrolls through. Neely chats up Georgie still. So, my first order will be a hamburger with extra pickles. They did forget them last time. The pickles. But normally the room service food is awesome and right. I think I'll get a milkshake too. But on Sunday, I want breakfast. Neely is rambling again. Abby returns the chart pad. Sounds like you're never leaving your hotel. What about Jack? We're invading Jack at college. I think it'll be fine with my plan. Interior, UMass College, dorm room, same. Mostly dressed, Jack and Emma clean up the place. Planned? My sister is obsessed with the hotel. I have no clue what the plan is. I just let my mom handle the details. She's good like that. Your sister really is the cutest. <laughs> when she's not talking. Interior, University Hospital, main entry scene. The conversation continues. Invading. Quite intuitive, Bailey. But I think you might be able to squeeze in some good family time. Maybe he'll take you to a party. Uh, hotels are fun. <laughs> Mm -hmm. all right you i've got to check on a patient but i'll be quick georgie you sure about your specialty choice you'd make a fine therapist just an observation i'll put her to work dr easy and no more talk of college parties you're 10 neely helps georgie multitask notices the pager Hello, your mom's pager a mission. She grabs the pager and skips off. Interior, University Hospital, hallway, continuous. Follow as Neely skips her way to the ER. People know her. She reaches the ER. Interior, University Hospital, ER, continuous. Neely's eyes find Abby. She skips over to deliver the pager. Ba-boom! Sounds of an explosion rocks the ER. Neely, frozen, horrified, terrified. Absolute shock. Chaos and panic surround, screams, louder, closer, smash to interior, Ethan home, Neely bedroom, morning, now. Neely, Ethan, 20s, equal parts, cute and tomboy, pint size, a little broken, but still managing to shine, wakes up, sits up from her worst nightmare. End teaser. Act one, interior, Ethan home, Neely bedroom, morning, breathe, 
focus, nothing new. Neely's room is eclectic, fun, establishing photos and items scatter the room. Neely cannot catch her breath. She grabs one of a few pill bottles neatly organized on the bedside table, pops a pill. She lies back down and instantly realizes she is not alone. She springs back up, what the fuck? Looks under the covers, all looks in its rightful place. She frantically nudges, shakes Jared Cooper, 20, serious, meticulously handsome with a touch of rock star hair and a touch of anxiety. Jared's eyes open slowly and quickly widen as he realizes where he is. What the fuck? Jared, you gotta go. Neely bolts out of bed in her undies, pulls on a t-shirt. Jared stumbles out of bed and scurries to get dressed, both clearly caught up in an awkwardness and urgency. Neely, I, I didn't mean to. We just... I know, obviously, Jared. Go! Bye! Interior, someone's bedroom, same. Eric Cooper, mid-twenties, rugged, always unshaven, almost too hot and hot-headed for his own good, sits up in bed. The sun hits him in the face. He turns to find random girl number one, half-naked and asleep next to him. Sexy smile that only Eric Cooper can pull off. Hello there. She's dead to the world. He checks his phone. No new messages. What the hell? His phone vibrates. Um, hey, Dad. Interior, airport terminal continuous. Chef Cooper, 50-ish, brawny, guy's guy, everyone's bud, loves hard. In a suit and tie, walks and talks through the terminal. He rolls a suitcase behind him. On the ground. Yep. I'm going to head straight there. I'll uh, give you, I'll give Gates a call first. Okay. Let, let him know. Eric. Okay. I call. Not everyone texts. Yes, Eric. Okay, see you soon. Shep ends the call and makes another as he exits the airport. Interior, Ethan home, Gates bedroom continuous. A phone vibrates and vibrates. The caller ID reads Shepard Cooper. No one's interested in answering. Dr. Greg Gates, Gates, 40-ish, salt and pepper hair, perpetual five o'clock shadow, a tad type A, and a hero complex that makes him irresistible is in bed nearby. Something fun is surely going on. Cassie Park, 30, strong, sassy, smart, all the best ideas are usually hers, pops out from beneath the covers, straddles herself on top of Gates. Her hands go directly to her hips. She leans in, kisses him all over, slowly. Big day today, Dr. Gates. Prestigious award. Prestigious Cassie. It's a faculty award. Pretty standard, really. Always the damn player. Babe, Prestigious has more pizzazz, more zip. Well, I do like Zip. I guess it is pretty amazing. You want to see amazing? Gates maneuvers Cassie off of him and under him. You're, you're still talking? Interior, Ethan home, Neely's bedroom continuous. Neely closes the door behind her, leans against it. A holy, oh my God, what the fuck did we do or didn't do moment. She slowly, she softly bangs the back of her head against the door. <sighs> Breathe. She grabs and checks the phone. Five unread messages from Eric. She feels even more awful. Types the reply. Hi. Sorry. Fell asleep. See you soonish? Send. She cleans up clothing, pillows, etc. from last night off the floor. Interior. Jared's apartment. Kitchen. Continuous. Eric makes himself a bowl of cereal. His phone dings. He looks at it. <laughs> nice to know you're alive. Adds the milk. The front door opens. Jared enters. Stops short when he sees Eric. And you're alive too. Nice. Interior, Ethan home, Neely's bedroom, continuous. Pickup done. A regretful Neely tosses herself onto the bed. Interior, Jared's apartment, kitchen. Minutes later, 
Jared makes himself a bowl of cereal, a bit dramatic in his moves, sighs and slams. Of course, Eric notices. Dude, really? What is your deal? It's nothing. Forget it. Oh, so slamming things in that mope face, this is normal? What did you do? Piss her off? Again? You're pretty good at it. I said forget it, Eric. Then lose the face, Jared. Put the soap opera on hold. Neely's got a shit ton going on at the moment. And this thing today, you think it's easy for her? She's acting like it's nothing, but come on. I know that. No drama. Not today. Hey, no food in the living... Why did I even give him a key? Jared doesn't waste his breath. Off Jared's face. Interior Cooper House day then. Young Jared has the same milk face. A rattled chef dressed in a suit and tie straightens young Eric and young Jared's suit jacket. We just have to be there for Neely. You boys have to be there for Neely. Be good friends. Stick by her. Make sure she's okay. Will she be okay, Dad? Interior, Ethan home, Neely's bedroom, morning, now. Neely lies on her bed, lost in her own head. Her phone dings. She sits up. A notification, upcoming event today, one o'clock, mom's dedication ceremony. Interior, Ethan home, Gates' bedroom continuous. A barely dressed Kathy helps Gates and just buttoned down shirt and boxers, trying various ties. Let me do it, Cass, come on. Neely. I know how to tie a tie. Interior, Ethan house, bathroom, hallway, then. Gates looks in the bathroom mirror, struggles with his tie. Young Neely, awkward in what could be the only dress she owns, arrives in the doorway. He looks at her, neither has any idea what to do with himself. Off Gates, interior, Ethan home, Gates bedroom now. On Gates, he notices Neely. Some help here? Cass is struggling. Cassie feigns exasperation and tosses the tie down on the bed. You've got years on me in the tie department. Make yourself useful. Neely moves in and takes over. Kathy laughs, grabs a bath towel, plants a kiss on Gates, seizes. Babe, you really should know how to tie a tie. You're like 40. Gates playfully smacks Kathy's ass as she heads to the joining bathroom. A beat, a shower starts off screen. She's right. You should watch YouTube. A tutorial, maybe? <laughs> Nervous? Nervous? No. I'm not, are you? Well, I'm not the one delivering a speech, but. But. Neely shrugs, smiles at Gates, affects his high. They share a look, big day. They are both nervous. They both know it. A beat. The doorbell rings off screen. Interior, Ethan Home kitchen continuous. Shep enters the kitchen, hands full, box of coffee and a bag of bagels and donuts. He places everything on the counter as Neely rushes in. Yep, still in her pajamas. Shep spots her. Neely heads straight for his arms. Big reunion, warm hug. Interior, Easton home kitchen, then. Shep in a suit and tie. Neely, awkward in that, young, in that dress. Same tender hug, but no trace of happy. Young Neely stops, thinks hard. Shep knows what she is thinking, then tenderly. Jack will be here, kiddo. Soon. Interior, Easton home kitchen, now. Shep unloads and arranges the coffee with bagels and donuts. So, what's the word? Are we betting on your brother today? I'm thinking he might make an appearance. I'll text him again. 
Interior, UMass College, dorm room, then. A phone rings as young Jack and Emma's romp continues. Young Jack, Jack maneuvers with one hand, searches the sea of sheets for the phone as it rings. Bingo. Emma waits patiently as happens. Hi, Dad. How's Hawaii? Hot, I bet. What's wrong? What? No, they're coming here. For the weekend? Dad, I will. Young Jack ends the call. He looks as if he was punched in the gut. He moves Emma off of him as he gets out of bed, pulls on clothes as fast as anyone can, and grabs keys. What is, where are you going? Home. Interior car, driving, now. A phone sits on the passenger seat. A text comes in from Neely. Hi, me again. So, are you coming today? Reveal. Jack Eason Reed, 30s, never grew up, a bit rough around the edges, a bit angry at the world, and definitely broken. Driving home. Interior, Eason home, kitchen, same. As Neely and Shep grab coffee and ketchup, enter gates. Neil, what are you waiting for? Go get ready. Shepard Cooper, welcome home, man. A man hug hello. Lots of love and history here. Neely smiles and watches. These two men mean the world to her. Gates shoots her a look. Go. Neely shoots back. I'm going. She heads out as Gate grabs a coffee. So what do you think, Doc? Abby Eason somewhere out there watching and smiling or cursing your name? <laughs> she did hate being the center of attention, didn't she? Cassie casts this as she bounces in to grab a donut. You too would now. Interior, Eason home, Neely's bedroom later. One last mirror check. Neely is ready. As she turns to head out, she finds a well-dressed Eric standing in the doorway. Eric, hi. Look at you, dreamboat. You too, Niels. Clean up nice. <laughs> she grabs the clutch, realizes he has something to say, and she knows exactly what it is. Ugh. Look, I'm sorry I disappeared last night. Yeah, yeah, Barstar. I know. A reply would have been appreciated. You know, so I know you're not dead in a dumpster or something like that. Between you, my idiot brother, and what's-her-face, I had my hands pretty full last night. What's-her-face? You are so dramatic. I'm sure you did have your hands full. <laughs> you okay? About today, I mean? I guess we'll find out. Eric studies her face to beat a supportive smile. He puts out his hand, she takes it. They exit a beat. She returns, grabs one of the pill bottles and exits. Interior, Ethan home, kitchen, continuous. Gates, Shep, and Jared mill about, ready to go. Jared is definitely and noticeably off, nervous. Shep hands him a pink frosted donut, taps him on the back. Let's go, people. Interior, Ethan home, front door, continuous. Cassie waits by the front door. As everyone gathers to leave, Jared catches a look at Neely. They meet eyes for what feels like a million awkward seconds. As everyone exits, Neely lingers back, looking at a framed photo of Abby, Neely, and Jack. Gates goes to her, looks at the pic. Neely looks at him, a beat. Gates' reassuring smile grounds her. Neely tucks under Gates' arm as they head out. Wait, we need a photo. Smile. She inserts herself in front of everyone, snaps a selfie. Red carpet, here we come. Pass, there's no red carpet. What? What?
As the door falls shut, close on the family picture. Exterior University Hospital grounds ceremony later. Everyone gathers for the new building dedication. A stage and appropriate dedication ceremony decor. Chatter, greetings, busyness, crowded. Neely stands surrounded by family, minus Jack. She looks around, subtly scours the crowd. Exterior cemetery day, then. At the forefront of a graveside service, young Neely slowly, nervously looks around at the crowd, then reaches up for the closest hand to hold. Surrounded by family, minus young Jack, her hand in shut, she stares blankly at the coffin. Off this, reveal young Jack, out of sight, as alone as he looks. Exterior, University Hospital grounds ceremony now, alone. Jack watches from his parked car. The second he spots Gates, he loses it. Starts the car. He cannot even look at him. Done. Clearly more reflective than fuck him than sad and misguided like the kid at the funeral. As Jack pulls away, Neely looks around again, hopeful yet realistic. No sign of Jack. Interior, Sully Pub, a little bit later. Local dive bar. Bartender adds a full shot glass to a line of three empty shot glasses. Jack slams it back, completely alone. End of Act One. Act Two. Exterior, University Hospital grounds ceremony. As the ceremony wraps up, an unveiled sign reveals Abigail Eason, Center for Trauma and Emergent Care. Applause fades. Crowd slowly disperses. Conversations linger. Gates makes his way through the crowd, shakes hands as he goes. He reaches Neely and the others. Despite the Jack disappointment, Neely is moved by the moments that took place. Gates and Neely share a moment, a tender hug. Interior, Sully's pub, same. Jack hasn't moved. Shots done. He makes love to his whiskey. TV behind the bar shows a new story about Gates and the dedication. Jack can barely stomach it. Can you change this shit now? Interior, Water Street Bar, night later. Standard small city hangout. Everyone knows each other. Sights and sounds of a good time. Find Luke Foley, 20s, dorky, sort of awkward but adorable. Guitar, mic stand, plays acoustic covers with personality, slows them, speeds them. He's good for a local hangout. Almost the whole place sings along. As Luke finishes a song, finds Sydney Aviles, 20s, Neely's way more experienced best girlfriend slash coworker. She makes her way through the sort of crowded bar with five beers and joins post-event Eric, Jared, and Neely at their fave tall bar table littered with empty bottles of beer and half-eaten apps. Everyone grabs a beer. Luke flies in at the last second, grabs the last beer. A beat. Bottle, raise. All business. Here we go. Bottoms up to the... Uh, what? what? What was it again? The Eason Center. Nice one, Eric. Shut up, Sydney. Interior, Sully's pub scene. Jack sits at the bar. Only the drinks have moved. Flash. Young Jack versus Gates in each other's face, screaming. Get off my back. I didn't mean to. Interior, Water Street Bar, night now. Jared versus the beer. Watches Luke perform. Sydney dances nearby. Not that Luke plays dance music. A protective Eric steals a moment with Neely. He clinks her drink. Do you hear from Jack? Do I ever hear from Jack? Sore subject. He puts his arm around her, pulls her in for a squeeze. 
Her stolen moment ends as random girl number two approaches and asks Eric, local hockey hero, currently on suspension, for a selfie. He loves it, hands it up. Cheese, Neely cracks up. She playfully <laughs> smacks him, such love. Eric chats up random girl number two. Sid grabs Neely, pulls her to dance. Jared hasn't moved, but hasn't missed a thing. Exterior, Easton home, patio, later. Three drinks clink together. Gates, Shep, and Cassie sit outside by the fire pit, celebratory. Cheers, babe. Cassie and Gates lean in, meet in the middle for a hot kiss. Thank you. And thank you for putting up with me through all of this. A lot of long days. And nights. Best girlfriend. And nights. Best girlfriend. Shep means the world that you could arrange your schedule and be here today for Neely. You too, Doc. Wouldn't have it any other way. Well, aside from Jack's no-show, that is. Am I the only one that wants to kill him again? Come on, guys. We were all there. I'm sure Jack has his reasons. Whoa. A confused glare from both Gates and Shep. Cassie shrugs, whoops, and drinks her drink. Interior eats in home, kitchen, later. Neely arrives home, enters the kitchen to find Gates with their fridge, grabbing a beer. Shep comes in from the patio. Music from outside trickles in. Good times, good friends. So this is where the party's at. Hey, kiddo! You got that right. A little celebration for this guy. Shep grabs Gates' <laughs> shoulders. Neely smiles proudly. A well-earned and well-deserved celebration. It's, you did an amazing thing. Not that I'll ever step foot in that place, but. Never say never, Neil. And thank you. I had an incredible, incredible family behind me the entire way. Keith grabs another beer from the fridge, holds it out towards Neely. Join us? She smiles, grabs the beer, and they head outside. Shep stops, waits, fumbles with his phone. Neely realizes and loves what he's attempting to do. Get in here. Closer. They squeeze in tight. Laughter, love, Neely in the middle. Shep snaps a selfie. Super adorable, happy family. Interior, Jack's car. Exterior, Ethan home a little bit later. Jack sits in his car in front of the house that used to be his home. He has a moment, a drunk, fueled, angry moment. Interior, Ethan home. Neely's bedroom continuous. Good day, good night. Neely changes into pajamas, plops onto her bed, smiles as she looks at her phone, scrolls through photos from today, stops on a photo with Jared in it that definitely captures his current state of awkwardness. Uh, exterior, Ethan home, front door continuous. Jack stands at the front door, drunk, torn. Fuck it, knock. Interior, Ethan home, Neely's bedroom continuous, loud knocks and repeated doorbells off screen interrupt Neely's photo scroll, perplexed, she quickly exits. <coughs> Exterior, Ethan home, front door continuous. The door flies open, Neely and Jack, face to face, finally. He doesn't know whether to start screaming or start crying. An emotion-filled beat, then interior, Ethan home, front door continuous. Jack, you're a little late. Where is he, Neil? Super doc of the century. I came by to personally deliver my honest and sincere congratulations. Honest, sincere, and drunk. I can't even believe you. Bye, Jack. Neely attempts to close the door. Jack doesn't let her. Plus, I figured I should thank him for dedicating a building to our dead mother. That's what you would do, right? Say thanks. 
He got an award too, huh? I saw it on TV. Jack tries to enter. Neely tries to push the door shut again and moves to block his way. She realizes she's no match. This is stupid. Give me your keys, Jack. Neely, just get out of the way. I told you, I'm here to see Gates. I'm not moving. You can't do anything for anyone, can you? Today was about mom. <laughs> mom, get your head out of the clouds. Today was not about mom. It was all about him. Shut your mouth about mom. Jack, stop. Everything. If it's not about him, it's about you. It's always been about all of you, all about you. Come on, move. Neely holds her ground. Jack starts to push his way by her. Jack, just go, stop. He slams her aside into the wall. A picture falls, the glass breaks. Neely slides down to the floor, completely overcome with contradicting emotions. Gates rushes in, Jack fuels. Look who it is. Gates charges at Jack, grabs him by the shirt and slams him into the wall. Cassie and Shep enter. Cassie watches nervously. Shep checks on Neely and helps her up. What the hell are you doing? Struggling with what to feel, Neely tries to charge at Jack. Shep holds her. She pushes him off, runs out. He follows. Why are you even here? What, you felt like tossing your sister around? What is your problem, and where the hell were you today? Get off me. All right, let's go. Out. Jack, don't do this. Just go. Jack looks suggestively at Cassie. No one knows how very way back they go. Cassie, I see you're still hanging around. You need to get, you need to wake up before this bastard takes over your life. Jack tries to push past Gates. Gates doesn't let him. A little scuffle, then Jack lays a sloppy punch on Gates. He reciprocates, not so sloppy. Craig, stop! Jack falls out onto the front porch, drops his keys. Gates picks up the keys. As Jack pulls himself up, Screw you. Give me my freaking keys. Jack lunges for the keys. Gates averts him. Jack punches the door and staggers away, drunk and defeated. Shep returns. Neely took off. Jack, wait. Greg, I'll give him a ride. No way, cats. Let him go. Greg, come on. This is ridiculous. Cassie takes off after Jack. Gates slams the door. Interior, Jared's apartment living room. Minutes later, Jared drinks a beer, types on his laptop. The front door opens, enter Neely. Jared, relieved of fear, welcomes the interruption, stands up, super nervous. Neely, hey, I'm glad you're here. I thought you were mad at me or something. We should definitely talk. Jared, I, I don't want to talk about that, not now. Well, why are you here? You barely looked at me all day. I thought maybe you finally got over yourself, but I guess not. Really, Neely, I have feelings too. We should talk about it. Jared, last night was a mistake, okay? Drop it. Are you kidding me right now, Neely? You started it. I would never have crossed that line. You know you get to dictate our connection. You always have. I dictate our connection? Yeah, Jared. you do. Our connection, our history. I thought, no, you know what? Never mind. I'm sorry if I assumed it meant something to you. I'm moving on. Don't be stupid. Of course it means something to me. It doesn't feel that way. Stop, Jared. Why do you always do this? You are so dramatic. Stop what, Neely? If last night was a mistake, then what do you want? <laughs> I want, Jared. You're my best friend. You can't run to me and push me away at the same time, Neil. I'm not pushing you away. Just let me talk. Wow. Mistake, right? You seem to like it. Why not let yourself, huh? You want to know why, Jared? Because it scares me. That's why. Just like your mom. 
she was sleeping with Gates, with my dad, probably every guy she knew. Neely is done. She grabs shoes from the super organized shoe bin, fires them at Jared, he leaves it, dodges, catches. What? It's all true. My dad is still hung up on her. Grow up, Neil. Everything scares you. They stand across from each other in a tension-filled room, their entire friendship between them. Enter Eric. Interior, Ethan home, stairway, night, same. Gates bounds, quickly up the stairs on his phone. Worried, a phone rings. Gates hears it. Follow him to interior, Ethan home, Neely's bedroom, continuous. Gates enters, find Neely's phone on the bed, damn it. Interior, Jared's apartment, living room, same. Jared and Neely have not moved a muscle. Eric instantly surmises and immediately wants to break Jared's face. He did. Jared, what did you do? Niels, you good? What's going on? He goes towards her. She puts her hands up. Stop. Don't. A long beat. Eric clearly still wants to break Jared's face. Interior Easton home, front door scene. Gates heads down the stairs and step rushes in. Did you get a hold of her? Pretty sure we both know where she went. I'll call him. Interior, Jared's apartment, living room, same. Right where they left off, a phone rings and rings. Jack, he, he came to the house, he was drunk, and he was yelling. I didn't know. Neely, are you okay? Did he hurt you, Neely? I even touched you, I swear to God. He takes her hand and leads her to the couch and you sit. Jared doesn't move. He pushed me into the wall and I wouldn't let him in. I left, I had to get out of there. I will break his face. Eric, just- Neely, that asshole, what the hell was he even thinking? Neely understands Eric completely right now. Eric can't not do what he's about to do. He springs his feet on a rampage, but first he gets in Jared's face. Cut the shit, Jared, or I will come back and break your face too. Consumed with the need to break someone's face, Eric storms out. Neely and Jared just stare at each other. Jared feels like the biggest ass on the planet. Interior, Easton home, front door, later. Neely enters, a mess from emotion. Gates tears and meets her from the living room. Neely doesn't look at him. She wipes tears with her hand and crosses toward the stairs. Hey, are you okay? Neely stops but doesn't look at him. At least look at me. Neely finally meets his eyes with hers. At that moment, more tears, as if looking at him opened her up. Gates takes it in, then he goes to her, puts his hands around the back of her head and pulls her to his chest, grounding her. Exterior, Sully's pub, same. Eric arrives as Cassie leaves. Eric? Cass? I was just... Yeah, I'm looking for someone. He's in there. Eric, let it go. They exchange looks. Eric is not backing down. Cassie has to go. Eric storms inside. Interior, Sully's pub, same. Jack tosses them back at the bar with random girl number three, late 20s, currently drunk. Suddenly, Eric gets in his face. Eric Cooper, shocked to see you. What the hell were you doing tonight, Jack? Stay away from her. You're no good for her. <laughs> Eric, you're such a good friend. 
Stay the hell out of my business. It's got nothing to do with you. Jack pushes Eric aside. Eric pushes back. They scuffle. Eric clearly has the advantage. He's not drunk. Jack knows. A little ragey, Eric. Typical. Let's get out of here. Random girl number three hands Jack her car keys and they cross off. Eric realizes he's got an audience. He composes himself, notices most of the audience is women, pulls up a bar stool. Interior, Easton home, living room, same. Gates and Neely watch TV, an almost empty pizza box and a pill bottle in front of them, as okay as things can be. Doing okay over there? All right. Pizza. It always helps. Gates grabs a slice. The front door opens and closes off screen. Gates, pizza slice in hand, gets up, touches Neely on the head on his way by. She leans into it. Follow Gates to interior, east and home, front door, continuous. Am I missing the pizza? I always miss the pizza. Where have you been? Just dropping Jack off. Neely, okay? That took a while. Hey, um, how's your hand? It's fine. How's his face? You can head up. I'm going to stay with Neely for a while. Gates walks back to the living room. Interior, random car, moving, night, later. Jack drives, pretty wasted. Random girl number three, just as wasted, in the passenger seat. What do you say? My place? Yours? <laughs> Why not right here? Mm, I like the way you think. She leans over and buttons his pants, a little roadhead action. Jack smiles, loves every second, euphoric, exactly what he needs. Everything goes black as he closes his eyes. A beat then, several car horns sound, followed by a loud crash. End of act two. Act three, exterior action insight, night. Random girl number three's car, front end crushed into a tree. The car horn blares, sirens get closer. Interior, Easton home, Neely bedroom night, same. The noise from the car crash continues off screen. Neely is asleep. Interior, University Hospital ER room day, then. Young Neely sits on the ER room floor with her knees pulled in, hands on her ears, terrified. The ER is a mess, chaos, a series of shots. Young Neely's point of view, bright lights, too bright to see, monitors sound, it's muffled. Abby is on a gurney in trouble. Young Neely's point of view, Bright lights, gasps for air, people talk loudly, doctors help Abby, it's blurry, muffled, the monitors go nuts. Young Neely's point of view, bright lights flicker with complete black, monitor sounds are more muffled. A doctor leaves Abby and looks around the room frantically, it's Gates. Where is she? Where's Neely? He spots Young Neely, rushes to her, complete black as interior, Ethan home, Neely's bedroom night now. Neely wakes up, sits up, unable to catch her breath, Breathe, focus, nothing new, a few beats. Neely cannot get her bearings. She grabs a pill bottle and takes a pill. She lies back down, pulls a pillow to her chest. Ugh. Interior, Ethan home, Gates and Cassie's bedroom night. Gates and Cassie sleep, a phone rings. Yeah? Um 
Interior Cooper home, Shep's bedroom night, same. Shep is asleep, his phone rings, he rolls over to answer it. Interior University Hospital ER night. Jack is rushed into the ER, not in good shape, unconscious, looks serious. ER doctors and nurses, nurses rush to assist. Interior University Hospital ER then. The ER looks a mess. Doctors and nurses cross by, everything moves fast. A crying nurse passes by. The room spins around as young Jack. The room spins around young Jack as he stands amid the mess, frozen. Interior University Hospital ER night now. Gates rushes into ER entry. Follow Gates to the ER exam room where doctors treat Jack. Full on trauma care underway. Gates reaches the doorway, takes it in, freezes. Interior Hospital ER then. Young Jack stands there, frozen. Shep rushes in. Right to him, full of emotion. They meet eyes. Young Jack clearly in shock, no words. Shep pulls him in for a hug. He doesn't really reciprocate, but he tries to grasp it incomprehensible. Neely, where is she? She okay? Shep, what happened? Shep just looks at young Jack. Where to begin? Interior, University Hospital, ER exam room, continuous. Young Neely lies balled up on the bed, oxygen mask, asleep. A physically and emotionally exhausted Gates by her side, listens to her chest with a stethoscope. Shep and a scared-to-death young Jack enter, autopilot. Gates goes to him. What's wrong with her? Neely's in shock. She couldn't breathe. Has anything like this happened before? A panic attack? Okay. That's what I thought. Okay. She's going to be okay. She will. Young Jack nods robotically. Gates struggles to keep it together. He goes back to young Neely. Shep keeps a hand on young Jack's shoulder. A reality-filled beat for all heavy. In that moment, something in young Jack breaks. Completely undone, lost. He stands and stares blankly at his sister. Interior, Easton home, Neely's bedroom, morning, now. Neely wakes, checks her phone, smiles at a late-night text from Eric. Found jackass. Didn't break his entire face. Just some. Sweet dreams, Neil. Love you. Ditto. She climbs out of bed, pops a pill, checks herself in the mirror. New day. Deep breath. Interior, Ethan home, kitchen continuous. Kathy holds her phone, pieces. She's a wreck. Shep sits at the table, a coffee in front of him, unmistakable panic on his face. Nearly enters. Interior, Easton home, living room, a few minutes later. Neely ends a call and hands a phone to Shep. As worry fills the room, all Neely, Shep, Eric, and Cassie can do is wait. Interior, Easton home, living room, later. Sitting in new spots, Eric, Neely, Shep, Cassie, and now an awkward Jared, still wait. Would it be better if we went to the hospital, waited there? Eric, Shep, and Jared shoot her a look. Are you nuts? All this is lost on Neely as she is lost in worry. Cassie retracts with a look. Sorry, a phone rings. Interior, Eason room, living room later. On his way out, Shep hugs Neely as hard as he loves her. A kiss on the head, a look in the eye. You sure you're okay, kiddo? <clears throat> I got a few things to take care of. I'll head to the hospital as soon as I hear from Doc. Neil, really? Sure you're good? 
Shep accepts that and heads out. Jared heads out behind Shep. He wants to say something helpful, but he feels like an ass. He exits. Neely watches him go, then looks at Eric, who is annoyed just by watching them Jared and Neely exchange. Eric approaches her and grabs her hand. We got the best news we could have, Neil. Out of surgery, no complications. It's good. It's going to be good. You know, you know I know I should not be leaving you. Gates would probably kick my ass. Eric, Cassie's here. I'm just, I'm tired, okay? I just want to crash. I'm okay. Eric punches her lovingly on the shoulder. He exits, alone at last. Interior, Easton home, Neely's bedroom, continuous. Neely closes the door behind her, leans against it. She's not okay. Picks up her pill bottle, puts it down, paces the room. Her panic and inability to breathe escalate, frenzied, fast, quick cuts. Neely grabs her phone and Googles, compound fracture. What if car accident passenger dies? Vehicular manslaughter charges. How many Ativan can I take? Neely stops short, enough. She puts the phone down and purposefully walks away. She sits on the floor against her bed and pulls her legs to her chest. Breathe, just breathe. She glances at the pill bottle. Nope, she's got this. She puts her head on her knees and focuses on keeping it together. Not easy. Interior grocery store day, then. Young Jack pushes a shopping cart, not super filled. Young Neely holds the grocery list. Each put items into the cart as they advance the aisle. Their system is down pat. Self-serve candy stops Neely in her tracks. Young Jack swipes the list from her and keeps going, but not before he points to the Swedish fish. Fish. Young Neely grabs a candy bag. Get some of those. A lot. You ate them all last week. Young Jack continues down the aisle and into the next as she misses her picks, makes her picks, ties the bag, and looks back to where she left young Jack. He's gone. She's alone in the aisle. She immediately panics, can't breathe. Everything begins to spin. A stranger notices and approaches just as young Jack steps back to the aisle and witnesses his sister in the middle of a full-blown panic attack. He watches in confusion for a beat. He has no idea what's happening and then rushes over to her. I didn't mean to leave her. I was just, I was getting the bread. She grabs onto him, death grip. He's just plain scared. Interior, Easton home, living room, night, now. Neely sits anxiously on the couch, eyes on the front door, definitely in his own, exhausted. The front door opens, instant relief. Enter Gates, typing a text. He immediately spots her and knows exactly what's going on. He joins her. She's a ball of nerves and raw emotion. Don't have any new news. He's in recovery. We'll know more tomorrow. You're exhausted, Neil. You should get some sleep. Gates gets up, gestures to her, come on. She looks up at him with tired eyes. Not yet. Interior, Cooper home, living room, thing. Eric and Jared enthusiastically watch the blades game. Take out containers, scatter the table in front of them. Eric Cooper, number 28. He's still on suspension. Let's hope his, his way back from the ice soon. Otherwise, the team won't have any shot of the playoffs. No shit. Does he have to mention that every single game? God damn. Chef enters as he puts on his coat and grabs his keys. Yeah, I, I'm heading to the hospital. Doc's been there long enough. I'm up. Hey, Jack, his family. 
it'll be nice for him to see a familiar face when he wakes up. All right. Come on. I'd also be pretty swell if you guys clean this up. I'll call you when I know more. Eric jumps up, pushes past Shep. Whoa, Eric. This is not your fault. I got in his face. I set him off. You kind of set everyone off. Do not go there. Jack was already set off and he drove drunk. End of story. And he got caught with his pants down. Too soon. Too soon. Checking on Neil. Sure. Yeah, we'll, we will. You go, Dad. Jared picks up his phone, thinks, puts his phone down, then picks it up again and texts a text to Neely. I'm sorry. Can we talk tonight? I'm still at my dad's. I can come over. Hesitates, finger on send. Beat. Torn. Delete. Interior, Eason home, living room, same. Gates sits back down. Talk to me. I can't close my eyes. Everything is spinning every time I try. <sighs> Just breathe. You're okay. Did you take your meds? I've been just breathing all day. Okay, I'm home. I'm here. She inches closer to him. Gates takes her wrist, checks her pulse while. Everything is a mess. It's just, I can't fix it. And I want to fix it. Jared is so angry. And I can't believe what he said to me. I want to kill him. I told him it was a mistake, but I don't know. I'm not sure, Gates. I don't know. I don't want to hurt him. Gates has no idea what she's talking about, but he figures it out. Not again. Let's go of her wrist and listen intently as many jumbled race, thoughts race out of her mouth. Is Jack, I mean, is he going to jail with the accident his fault? I mean, he can get three to 15 years, you know, for vehicular manslaughter. That's like a big range. And if she dies, whoever she is, plus we all know he was drunk. He'll never be okay, not in jail. I need to help him. I know surgery went okay today. You said it went okay, but just okay. I mean, how serious is this? Just tell it to me straight. I need to see him, but I can't. I can't go. I can't. Neely, I can't go. I know. Neely, I know you don't have to go to the hospital. Don't worry about that. He knows. Jack knows. Does he? What do you mean he can't? I don't know, and I don't know what I'd do if anything ever happened to him. I cannot lose him, I can't. Neely, hey, you're not going to lose him. He's going to pull through this, you are too. Come here. Gates pulls Neely in and holds her. She's a mess, teetering on full panic attack. Something happened to him, I don't wanna be alone. I can't, I can't. Neely, you are never alone. Never slow down, breathe. You're okay. This whole weekend, it was supposed to be about mom, and I can't take all of this. I can't. It is not fair. I miss my mom, Gates. I just, I miss her so much. I know. Neil, just try to relax. Neely holds on to Gates for dear life. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> No, no, Gabe, stop. You can't say that. You can't. Please don't say that. You don't know. 
Neely pushes Gates away. She gets up, paces all of this pain's Gates. He just wants to fix it. He cannot stand to see her like this. Neely spins out, frenzied, pacing. You can't promise me. Don't promise me that, don't You can't. You can't. Gates goes to her, grabs her, pulls her to him, and she tries to push him away. She doesn't let her. End of act three. Act four. Interior Ethan home, Neely's bedroom night. Neely is finally dead asleep. Gates heads out of her room. Interior Ethan home, Gates bedroom continuous. Gates enters the softly lit bedroom, wife and done. A beat. Kathy comes in from the bathroom ready for bed. A quiet and calm, yet familiar and definitely impressive <clears throat> conversation begins. There you are, babe. Neely okay? Definitely has me worried. She's been managing her way through a panic attack the entire day. I don't know. Finally convinced her to take her meds and sleep. Oh God, you're kidding me. I guess I should have checked in on her. Not that she talked to me, but my mistake. People do make them. Anyone in particular you're referring to, Cassie? Jack, maybe? Greg. A little compassion? As a doctor, it's certainly something you should be familiar with. You're all torn up over Neely. Compassion. Ding, ding. Don't make this about me and Jack. Gates heads into the bathroom. Cassie's eyes follow him. She grabs the remote and turns on the TV. Interior, Cooper home, living room, same. Eric turns off the TV, not happy. I can't watch this anymore. I'm gonna head out field trip tomorrow. All 254th graders. Tomorrow is Monday, right? Sounds like hell. Stay tuned on Jack. I'll text Neely, make sure she's good. You fix it? Your drama? No, we haven't had a chance to. Dick move, Jared. I get that you're into her or whatever you wanna call it or whatever you think it is, but some things come first. If you're not gonna let me talk. Fix it. Don't hurt her. Eric, that's the last thing I would wanna do. I don't even know what you did and I don't really care, but text her, go over there, do something besides the face. Interior University Hospital hallway, same. Chet makes his way down the hall towards Jack's room. As he arrives in the door and has eyes on Jack, he stops. Seeing Jack like this hits him like a ton of bricks. He's almost unable to go in. Interior, Easton home, Gates' bedroom, same. Cassie watches TV. Gates comes in from the bathroom, grabs his phone, sits on the edge of the bed, and checks his messages. A few beats, then Cassie turns off the TV. You're lucky I'm not a jealous person. You live in her house, you raised her daughter, you built her building. The second their mother died, you stepped into a major role, Greg, in both of their lives, Neely and Jack. Yes, Jack left, but that doesn't mean he never needed you. Cassie, yeah, every time Jack comes around, you jump on his defense team. Jack wanted to do with me, never has. Not entirely sure what he wants to do with you, just stating the facts. 
Me too. Can we just be grateful that Jack is okay? And hopefully this is a wake up call for him. And clearly he was planning on coming to the dedication today. He did drive the hour to get here. That's not for nothing. There you go again, defending, deflecting. Don't you think Jack deserves someone in his corner? Does it have to be you? Keith moves Kathy off of him, stands and takes his shirt off. Kathy sits on the bed and watches him in. I'm going to bed. Pants off. Just in boxers, Kathy goes to him and wraps her arms around him. Her hands roam. She looks him in the eye. Not alone, I hope. Of course not. Eats grabs Kathy and lifts her onto the bureau, knocking things off. Makeout sesh begins as he takes her clothes off. Hot, heavy, angry, then quietly and sexy. Why look at that? Something suddenly came up. Stop talking. Interior University Hospital, Jack's room, later that night. Jack's still out. Shep sits, waits, and watches, feeling the weight. A few beats. Jack stirs. Shep goes to the bed, takes his hand. Jack's eyes open, groggy. He looks at Shep, eyes full of fear. Interior, Eason home, kitchen, day. Neely enters. She looks like she just woke up. She grabs a coffee mug, then turns around to find Gates standing behind her. Bedhead, coffee in hand. They meet eyes. Yo. Yo. Good morning. Well, afternoon. You feeling okay? I talked with Dr. Lee. She cleared some time for you this afternoon. I can drive you. How's Jack? Do we have any news? He's stable. He's strong. Gates takes two pill bottles out of his pocket. These only work if you use them. I know that. Yeah? After last night, I feel like you forgot. Gates grabs a glass and fills it with water. Well, there's a lot going on. Gives her the glass and one pill. Exactly. You can't predict life. You know that, Neil. You need to be prepared. Neely nods, looks at Gates, takes the pill. You know, I don't always need them. You know your triggers. They make me feel less. They change me. They save you. Neely looks at her feet. Gates puts her hand on the back of her neck, surrounding her. They keep you safe. You keep me safe. I promised her I would. The trust and love is palpable. Neely wipes tears as they fall, an emotion-filled beat, a complete understanding. Interior, University Hospital, Jack's room, day. Jack, leg in traction, banged, bruised. Cassie arrives. Knock, knock. Can I come in? Hey, Cassie. Yes, please. How are you doing? <clears throat> So you got to see the inside of the Easton Center for Trauma and Emergent Care. Did they treat you like royalty? Royalty? Not so much, Cass. Gates know you're here. But these walls talk. <laughs> He's home today with Neely. 
She's okay. You know he's got her. Madison, the girl. I was with her. Is she okay? No one's telling me. I can find out, okay? Let's, let's talk about you. Can I sit? I don't want to hurt you. Yeah, sit. I'm not feeling much. Maybe that's best. Relapse. I can't understand why he doesn't care. I mean, he never has, at least not since my mom died. I don't get it. Exterior park day. Perfect day contradicts his, her super imperfect world. Neely lies on the greenest grass, comfortable, natural. He's my family, my only real family. You know what I mean, DNA. She sits up. Beside her is Dr. Georgina Georgie Lee, 30s, a fine therapist, as Abby predicted. Professional yet her smile feels like home. 30 smiles. DNA, it can be a tricky science, Neely. Put those expectations away. I know he blames me for our mom. You can't take on Jack's pain, Neely, or try to understand it and attach meaning to it. It belongs to him. You do have to accept it or you will always fight it and always fight him. I'm so, so tired of fighting. Neely sighs and lies back down on the grass. Virgie lies beside her. They look up at the sky. Tell me more about what happened with Jared. You don't even want to know, trust me. I wish I didn't know. I mean, he was so mean. I guess he was just hurt, but things he said, I, I haven't talked to him. You know, I love him, but oh my God. Jared has an intense soul, he always has. I'm sorry he treated you that way. I'm sure he is too. Don't beat yourself up for how you feel. Instincts, they're legit. Legit? <laughs> what? I learned that word in med school. If you feel something strongly, follow it. Interior water to car later. Neely enters the not busy bar. She quickly follows Eric eating at their usual tall bar table. Follow as she heads over. Follow your heart. Follow the light. Trust you. And hold on for dear life. As Neely approaches, Eric spots her, gets up, and wraps her in the best hug. Warm, long, and full of heart. In my professional opinion, you do that very well. They sit. She eats her fries off his plate. Eric pushes his plate of fries in front of me and watches as she devours them. I really don't think I've eaten in days. I'm totally starving. Pizza? It always helps. You got it. I'll be right back. Eric gets up to head to the bar just as Jared arrives, still wearing his field trip sticker. Here's trouble. Eric crosses off a little more salt. Jared and Neely meet eyes, acknowledge each other's presence. Not awkward, but in no way a love fest. More ketchup. After a beat, Jared sits. Another beat, Neely pushes the fries toward him. Clearly encouraged by the positive gesture, he takes one. Polite smile, then Neely points to his field trip sticker. He looks, oh, oops, he takes it off, crumples it up. Luke and Sydney arrive. Eric returns. Luke grabs a fry, elbows on the table with his enormous smile. Oh. Neely Eason, I hear Jack's pulling through. He's okay? 
Jackass definitely got lucky. Don't speak too soon, Eric. Who knows what charges he'll face? Right. Let's just not go there, okay? He's doing okay, Luke. Thank you. Good news. Good news. Please, let me know if there's anything I can do. I mean it, Neely. Anything. But right now, let me lift your spirits with the song. I got one just for you. Listen, Luke, get your drool out of my space. I have a pizza coming. Luke and his enormous smile zip away. He grabs his guitar as Sam Kennedy, 30s, she owns the place, delivers a pizza. Luke begins the perfect song. Luke, dude, what are you doing? I'm not paying you to play now. There's nobody here. Exactly. The place is dead, Sam. Let him play. Dig in, hang out, just like every other night. Off the sun. Interior University Hospital, Jack's room night. Jack sleep. Beat swipes through Jack's chart tablet. A beat, then Jack's eyes open, notices Gates and looks away. You don't need to be here. Believe me, I don't want to be. Your sister would like to know how you're doing. Imagine that. Who's the girl, Jack? Just some girl. Typical. Just some girl. You're lucky she's alive. Gates puts the chart tablet back. Jack finally looks at him. It was a mistake. I screwed up. Sure you're happy. Leave me alone. You could face jail time, Jack. Can you comprehend that? Stop. You don't need to be a hero to jump in and save me. Not Neely. I'm well aware you can take care of yourself. Just like you took care of you after your mother died. No one else mattered. You took off the first chance you got. Did you even last six months before you left Neely? Get out. I said get out. You took her. Gabe stops short, turns back to Jack. I didn't leave her. You took her. You took over. You took everything. She was 10. She needed somebody there. I was 19, Gates, 19. What about me? What about what I needed? Jack struggles to compose himself, relieved to have finally and completely let it out. Off Gates, completely buried by what he just heard. End of Act 4. Act 5, Interior University Hospital Hallway Night. Still reeling, Gates scrolls a chart tablet by the nurse's desk. As he turns away, he bumps into Kathy as she arrives. You know, I'm really keeping my fingers crossed they give me my own parking spot. Gates doesn't react, which catches Kathy off guard. A beat. Something behind Gates grabs Kathy's attention. Gates turns to look. Two police officers head toward Jack's room. Gates and Kathy share a quick look. Kathy rushes to Jack's room. Cast wait. Anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. Jack, don't say a word. Cassandra Park, I'm his lawyer. Not 100% sure she made the right choice here, Kathy meets eyes with a clearly confused, yet super touched Jack. Interior, Cooper home, living room night. Shep lies on the couch, feet up on the coffee table, laptop in his lap, stiff drink in his hand, soft smile on his face, sadness in his eyes. He watches a video. Neely, this thing is recording? What are you doing, man? Mom, what are you doing? we're making a movie. Laptop screen shows a video. The camera frame captures Abby and Shep as they sit on the porch stairs and watch young Neely's 
toss the boots off young Eric and young Jared, their movie shoot quickly turns into giggles and chaos. Imagine what this will look like in five years. Should we be scared? How about in 15 years? I'm grateful we get to do it together. Back to Shep on the couch. He takes a long sip of his stiff drink. His eyes never leave the screen. Interior, Water Street Bar night. Luke, Sydney, Jared, and Neely grab drinks as Sam places them on the bar. Sydney and Luke head off. Jared realizes this is his chance, looks at Neely nervously. For a moment, it's like they're in their own bubble, a loaded bead. Neil, I'm sorry. Jared, I know. Eyes locked. About to say what they really need to say, Eric barges into their bubble. A few beers in, he's feeling good. How's my timing? Sorry, couldn't help myself. Neely and Jared exchange a look. Their moment is gone as the fun times carry them away. We saw it in the movie. But Eric, they used blood. Exterior Cooper home day. Then young Eric, young Jared, young Neely on the porch stairs. <clears throat> young Eric shoots. Young nervous, nervous young Jared a look. These kids, they were trapped on some island, and they made a pact to always look out for each other, like family, like brothers. And sister. Young Eric spits in his hand. Young Jared nervously nods with relief at the idea of spit, follows suit. Then young Neely spits in her hand. Serious moment. All three exchange looks. This is real. They stack me. No matter what. Interior, Easton home, kitchen, evening, now. Quick pops, ship, shop, gates, and newly prep dinner, close, happy. Weekly tradition, Eric and Jared arrive, fun, family. Neely and Jared cross paths at the fridge, a little awkward. They all gather at the table, conversation, laughs, love. Flash to, then, same family dinner, same seat, same love. Back to, now. Family dinner underway, off Neely and the love. Interior, clearly, Media East night. A vibrant yet mostly empty right now East Coast satellite office for the online news and opinion website. At her desk, Neely bangs away at the keyboard. Sydney arrives at Neely's desk. Life gets in the way of deadlines. And deadlines get in the way of life. You know you should totally be writing the story of your life. <laughs> Drink time, Water Street. Totally, me either. I have a stop to make on the way. Interior, Neely's car, University Hospital, parking lot. Neely sits in her car. She glances at her pill bottle, completely torn, shakes one pill into her hand. Flash, ER incident, young Neely. On the ER room floor, her knees pulled in, hands in her ears, scared, gasps for air. Back to now. Neely looks at the pill, afraid to take it, afraid not to, a beat, shakes out three more. Interior, University Hospital, Jack's room, continuous. Jack, alone, asleep. Peaceful moments. Flash, young Jack versus Gates, in each other's face, screaming. And I have to fix it. Such an ass. You just have to be the hero, don't you? No one has to be Jack. 
Pretty sure it's supposed to be you. That hits Young Jack hard. Lair match. Tension rules. Interior. University Hospital main entry. Continuous. Now. Neely navigates in. Head down. Low profile. Focus. Breathe. Flash. Young Neely enters the hospital. Her feet won't move. Frozen. Drops her Game Boy and bag of candy. Candy scatters. Interior. University Hospital. Jackson. Continuous. Now. Neely makes it to Jackson. Big moment. Immediately overcome, yet proud of herself, she slowly and carefully moves herself into the room, eyes on Jack. Flash, young Jack, whips packed bags into his car, fiery. He cannot take off fast enough. Off young Jack's anger, back to Jack. He stirs, his eyes open, and slowly, as if he knows she's there, meets eyes with Neely, confused. What are you doing? Neely, how? I wasn't sure you'd want to see me. Come on, don't be stupid. I'm never sure about you, Jack. I mean, I'm, you always, you just leave. I know it's my fault, but why? Really stop, you're- All I know is that you leave, you leave me and I don't know if you love me. I don't, I, I can't feel it. Jack grows frustrated, struggles, monitor sounds quicken. I need, to feel it. Mom, she's never coming back, but you, I never know if you are. And if you're coming back, every time I see you, I lose you. I can't, I can't keep losing you, Jack. Neely finally notices Jack struggling, snaps out of her ramble. Jack struggles to breathe, panics. He grabs his chest, dramatic gasp for air, for life, and he's out. Monitors go nuts. Needy, um, Neely immediately loses her shit. Deja fucking vu. Neely wants to grab Jack's hand, but she's scared to touch him. She tries to call for help. Nothing comes out. Monitor flatlines, panic, tears, shock. Neely backs away until she hits whatever is behind her. Four pills fall from her hand, scatter on the floor, frozen. What the fuck did I do? End pilot. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Table Read Podcast. Find out how to submit a script, join the cast, or register to attend the next live Zoom table read at northernunicornfilmsltd.com.